Hello and welcome to the podcast. If you're listening in the future, we're still in lockdown. I'm not going to say any more about it. So I haven't been out anywhere, not to worry. Anyway, this episode is a gear I love episode and is a rather important one for me. And I'm surprised I haven't done it before. But going through my gear, I noticed this. I thought, I can't believe I've forgotten about that. The gear I love is the Canon 550D. And I'm going to talk today about why I love it and why it's still a really relevant camera today. And it's a big camera for an awful lot of people. So I started off doing videography as my hobby. I started making videos and short films and I got to a point where I was making them, making lots of short films and I needed a camera for like pictures and stuff. So I did what anyone would do at the time. I bought a Sony DSLR. I thought Sony are good. I didn't really know anything about photography. So I just went and got a Sony DSLR. I knew I wanted to have manual control. So I just got a DSLR. So the Sony DSLR was good. It it worked really well. It gave really nice pictures. I really wasn't bothered about raw imaging. I don't even think I knew what raw imaging was at the time. All I wanted was to take close-up pictures of things, pictures from my front covers, thumbnails, that sort of thing. So I got a Sony DSLR. It was like the basic alpha one. But it was fine. I was really impressed. It had a pop-up flash of all things. And then I started to do more and more photography. And the DSLR revolution happened. And thought I'll get a DSLR. And then I'll do filming on that. And I'll, I can still do photography and stuff. And I'd been given an old Pentax SLR. So I had quite a few Pentax lenses. I had a, a big zoom lens. And I had a small little prime. I thought oh, maybe I'll sell the Sony. And I'll get the Pentax. So I sold the Sony because I bought it new. I think I bought the Sony. I just went into John Lewis and I think I just bought it. And I think I got on a, a good offer on it for like the Sony Alpha 200 or the most basic Sony Alpha. And it came with a kit lens. I was more than happy with it. So I sold that on eBay and I bought a used, I think it was a K70, a Pentax K70. And that did video. But what I didn't know was it only recorded a motion JPEG. So it did video and I was, I was quite happy with it. And it was better quality than the cameras I'd started using, which were camcorders. So I started to do a little bit more photography, got into things with the old Pentax, used the manual lenses that I already had. And then as I got more and more into videography, I wanted to do things like record audio in the camera. I wanted autofocus. I wanted not to be using motion JPEG. I wanted a better quality. The K70 only recorded in 720. So I wanted 1080. I wanted different frame rates. I wanted 24p, I wanted 30p, I wanted all these things. And at the time, Canon was king of video. Sony had always done really good camcorders and stuff, but in the DSLR world, Canon was king. So that's what I wanted. I wanted that shallow depth of field. So the 550D had just come out and I read up on the reviews and it was a massive improvement on the 500D. It had this really good video capability, 1080, 25, 24, 30 frames per second, mic inputs, really good. And I went and I went to John Lewis again, interestingly. It's a big department store in the UK. And I said, I, um, I really want to buy this camera. Can I see the video quality? And so I took a video. They took the card out. I said, right, plug it in the telly, plug it in the telly. And they couldn't get it to work. And it was because it, it recorded the movie in .mov format. So .mov, which was QuickTime. Oh, QuickTime doesn't play. Great. I don't have a Mac. It was difficult to edit. And in the end, I bought the camera and I really liked the camera because the video quality was so good. And I've talked about it came in a QuickTime 
file i think looking back it's actually motion jpeg it's not for mp4 but it was motion i think it was actually motion jpeg within a quicktime file and it had a huge data rate i was looking at this the other day it has something like 45 megabits per second now my canon 200D, which is more modern, still an APS-C camera from Canon, records at pr approximately 29.7 megabits per second. So the 550D actually has a better bit rate or high bit rate. I'm not sure it's better, but, but it doesn't do true MP4. I've digressed a bit. So what I would do is I would convert the footage. I use DNX and I converted it to something that was better to edit on because I could just about play back the video files on my computer, but it stuttered and it wasn't, it was really difficult to edit. It was really difficult to play back, but I could just about manage it. So I was really pleased with that. And it's an APS-C camera. It records video, it's got a mic input, like I've said. I suddenly got access to all these fantastic Canon lenses. Now, the first thing I did was I used the kit lens and I thought this is okay, but this is not brilliant. And we didn't really have autofocus in video. It was slow and clunky. So I was doing manual focus anyway. So the first thing I did was I got a little adapter to adapt Pentax, I think it's PK mount. So Pentax PK lenses to Canon. And I just used those Pentax lenses and of course, guess what? I sold the Pentax DSLR. I'm using the Canon. Everything's good. I found I could do all these fantastic things. I found I can connect it to my computer. Fantastic. I can take raw images. So I started to do more photography. And now I've got a camera where I can put primes on. And in a way, what's nice about APS-C cameras is you can get cheaper lenses. You can, I'm pretty happy with the lenses you can get for APS-C, but they're cheaper because they're more mass produced. Yes, a full frame lens is better on a full frame body, but when you can buy a lens for hundred pounds for an APS-C camera, you know, you can buy your nifty 50, which fits both, but you can get really good lenses, really cheap. So I started to get a few Canon lenses and I started to, cause they had autofocus. I started to move away from the Pentax lenses. Still got the Pentax lenses somewhere in the house. So I started to do the odd bit of photography and I started to do less videos because it was just difficult. I was doing everything. I was filming it. I was scripting it. I was writing it. I was editing it. It just wore me out. And I found with photography, I could achieve my creative vision with less effort. I could do something creative and get what I wanted without all the blood, sweat and tears. So I switched to photography and I got flashes. And then again, because Canon was so universal, it was the most popular brand. Flashes were cheap. Triggers were cheap. All these things were cheaper than they would have been for Pentax or for Sony. So all of a sudden, this camera allowed me to take great video and it allowed me to get into photography and do off camera flash. So let's talk about the camera. It's not a low light camera. It's an 18 megapixel camera, shoots RAW, shoots JPEG. I would say it's good up to ISO 800. After ISO 800, it's it's not good. And when I was shooting video, I used things like Neat Plugin to remove noise because you got a very noisy image. It has the diamond AF in the viewfinder. So you've got that nine point arranged the diamond in the center of the frame. It wasn't modern enough that AF points go from one end of the frame to the other. No, it had diamond. I would generally put it in spot focus and use that it had a big screen at the back so i had a viewfinder and a big screen screen wasn't flip and screen wasn't touch screen and i was a bit gutted when the 600d came out and it had articulating screen i thought oh that would have been great maybe i should have waited but 
I didn't know that at the time. So I've never sold the camera. I have three Canon DSLRs. Maybe five years after the Canon 550D that I bought from new, I bought an old secondhand 5D classic Mark I. It wasn't much money. I bought it because I had acquired by this point full frame lenses. So I bought this classic Canon 5D and it was 12 megapixels and it didn't shoot video. But the images it got were amazing. The colors it had were very good. It was built like a tank and it did so much better in low light. You can push the ISO in that camera up to 3200, which is like the extended ISO. And the images are usable. They're not great, but you can get away with it. So I was doing sort of promotional footage and blogs for like a little cinema club I used to do some work for, or volunteer work, I didn't get paid for it. I'd take the 5D and I'd be shooting pictures in the dark, only illuminated by the odd light here and there. And another chap came along, 60 and his images were better in low light but I could cope if I took a fast prime I could get images and they looked okay they were usable for website stuff so I was happy with it so what then happened was the 5D was my photography camera and the 550D was my camera I made videos with and I did YouTube with and occasionally I, I'd do photography on the 550D I had lenses for both it didn't it didn't matter and one day I went out and I probably did the best fashion shoot I've ever done I was so pleased with it I just thought you know what I just want to be light I'm not going to take flash I'm just going to take one lens one camera and I sod it I'll just take the 550D so I picked that up and I I had my Sigma 50mm f1.4, which when you put it on APS-C body gives an equivalent focal length of 85mm, about f2. So I took that and I got amazing shots and it looked so sharp and the colours were so good because that's an amazing lens and I thought this is still a good camera and then I still used it if I was doing fashion photography and I was having to walk a lot I would take that and or sometimes I'd take the 5D I'd take the best tool for the job basically and at some point I thought oh, do, should I upgrade should I upgrade my video camera and what made me upgrade was when Canon's dual pixel autofocus came out I didn't need anything like a 7D I didn't need anything that was deemed professional like a 7 7D or 7D Mark II. And interestingly, I always thought the 550D was exactly the same as the 7D, but the 7D cost more and the 7D had more kudos. I'd often see things advertised, we need a videographer, must have minimum of Canon 7D. And I thought, would, would, would I be taken seriously if I applied for that with my 550D or T2i in other regions? I don't know. And interestingly, I know another videographer who started on a Canon 550D and he's gone on to become a professional videographer. Lots and lots of people started their video careers their youtube careers with a canon 550d so i know lots of people will be fond of this camera so i got the canon 200d because i knew it would be a good camera i knew it wasn't the basic basic one it was an improved sensor so it had more megapixels it did better in low light it had canon's dual pixel autofocus and it had an articulating screen and all i wanted was a mic jack canon dual pixel autofocus and the flip screen it had other things you can change the get input volume which is useful and I got that and it meant I wasn't using my 550d but I could not sell it because if I sold it I would have got 100 pounds for it it's worth more than 100 pounds if either of my cameras broke I could go out and do exactly the same with the 550d I could make YouTube videos with the 550d I'd have to use manual focus what's good because I do a lot of product reviews with the 200d is I can lift things up I can move things and things stay in focus because the amazing dual pixel autofocus from Canon with the 550d I have to fiddle about with with manual focusing and stuff so I could do it I could do photo shoots with it it wasn't worth selling so I've still got it the other thing is magic lantern 
Magic Lantern was designed for that camera, or it first came out on that camera. It's gone on to other Canon cameras since. I haven't even looked at if there's a Magic Lantern for the 200D. I don't care. I, I'm happy with, with the 200D. I'm more than happy with the 200D, actually, for video and stuff. So Magic Lantern instantly made the camera more usable, the 550D. Gave it zebras, it gave it focus peaking, it increased the bit rate, you could turn auto gain off, it was easy to do. So I was using Magic Lantern with it for some time as well. So it's a really good camera and you can buy it today, you'd have to buy it used, but it would still be a good investment for someone starting out or a second body. One of the things I watch on YouTube is Weekly Imaging and so many of Mark's images from Weekly Imaging are shot with a Canon 550D. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a very, very good camera. You've got all your full manual controls. You can do lots of things. It's a really good camera. So that's my gear I love and gear I have and gear I still won't sell, Canon 550D. Don't forget, if you like this podcast, it would really help me out if you left a review on iTunes. Thank you. Goodbye.